0: Amen. I am happy to be in the house of the Lord this evening. Amen. With all you good, faithful, beautiful, awesome people. Amen. I mean it. I'm not just saying that. I really do I do kind of like you guys. Pretty, pretty cool people. Amen. First Peter chapter two verse nine through ten. <laughs> I didn't hear that, Brother Nick, but uh, you can say it a little louder and I might comment on it. <laughs> amen, amen. Missing pastor this evening, know that, amen, we're all praying for him, keeping him in our prayers. Amen. I know the Lord is using them down there. Um, he mentioned to me on the phone yesterday that there was a man that had originally been with them back in 2014. See, the Holy Ghost was baptized in Jesus' name and uh, started fellowshipping with the, the, the apostolic movement down there. I'm not sure what he's, I think he's calling it the apostolic movement of Africa. But um, But those men that were originally with him from 2013 were his connection point to those other, that one man that was in Bulawayo. And uh, after those other guys ended up backing out of the situation, they cut this guy off completely, didn't give pastor his contact and uh, so the pastor had no way of re- getting a hold of him. Well, the other day they were at the grocery store there in Boluo, and um, saw a guy walk by, and and that was the man. His name was Pastor Lawrence. And Pastor saw him and said, "You know, I, I think that is uh, Brother Lawrence." And and he asked Sister Riggin, and because he couldn't remember the name, and she said, "Yeah, I think that's La- Brother Lawrence." And then so was like he just kind of moved on, and um, then man comes back by, and he would have gone out of his way to come back by, and pastor thought that was odd, and the fact was, the man had recognized pastor as well, so they came back by, and they met up, and he's like, he's like, man, it's like, it's been a long time, and he said, yeah, he's like, those other, you know, Musaqua and these other men that had his contact, um, had just not let him know of any of the situation, any of the things that were going on, and so he had completely lost contact with Pastor Riggin, and, um, so the Lord just opened that door again. So the man's there this week at those leadership training uh, meetings. And right there in Bulaway, the Lord just brought him back together. And I just believe the Lord's in this. God's just doing stuff. And uh, so thank you to everyone who's participating in your prayer. I know that you are all praying for him. And, um, and he needs the prayers. And we need the practice. So <laughs> amen. Brother Herring, <clears throat> I saw you slip in there. Amen. He he was, came to dinner with us last night, and uh, and he's like, "Man, I should have waited a little bit longer, so I didn't have to do anything." And uh, I told him, I was like, "Well, you come in the middle of my preaching. I'll just give you. I'll just give you the message. I'll just give you the mic right then and there, and have you testify." <laughs> well, I'm not going to do that to him tonight because uh, I just uh, I wouldn't want to be put on the spot like that. First Peter chapter two verse nine and ten. Do appreciate you, brother Herring. Sister Herring, thank you for coming this evening. First Peter chapter two, verse nine through ten says, "But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, that ye, uh, peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God." Everybody say, "The people of God." The people of God, which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. He said, there was a time when you, nobody would even know you off the street. You're nobody. Now, you are the people of God. He changed everything. I mean, he changed everything. Why don't we lay down our Bibles and ask the Lord to help us in the remaining portion of this service. hallelujah jesus hallelujah jesus let's give the lord some praise one more time before we're seated lord we love you jesus your holy god your mighty god you're wonderful hallelujah jesus hallelujah hallelujah amen you can be seated tonight Amen. Tonight, I want to talk to you tonight about the people of God, just the people of God. Amen. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 16, Jesus enters into the coast of Caesarea Philippi. And he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, others, Jeremiah, so one of the prophets. And he saith, who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. In an apostolic church, amen, we would be uh, remiss if we did not preach about the oneness of God. Amen. It wouldn't be an apostolic church if they weren't preaching, amen, about the power of the mighty God in Christ. Amen. We would be missing a fundamental, amen, structural doctrine, amen, upon which the church of the living God is built. Amen. We require that doctrine. Amen. We require this message. Uh, amen. It's an old message. It's not something uh, that's new or that would be that would be entertaining of any kind. But it it is just an old uh, constant message. Amen. That is in the word of the Lord. And uh, we around here at New Life, we're not. We're not, uh, this is not a strange message to us, amen. Pastor Riggin familiarizes us with it uh, often, amen. And we ought to know it. We ought to know what Matthew chapter 16 is all about. We ought to understand, amen, that he, that who Jesus really is, amen, that that 1 Timothy 3 and 16 that says uh, to it that God was in Christ, amen, reconciling the world. I mean, that was actually 1 Corinthians 15 and 19, but 1 Timothy 3 and 16, uh, amen, Somebody help me out here. Great is the mystery of godliness. Amen. God was manifest in the flesh, in the spirit, seen of angels. Amen. Received up in the glory. Amen. Preached in the world. Amen. And I probably jacked all that up. (laughs) Everybody's shaking their head yes. Hey, guess what? Flesh. (laughs) Thanks, Brother Herring. Appreciate it. Amen. Amen. But we ought to know this message. Sounds like I need to go home and study a little bit. Amen. But Matthew chapter sixteen, amen, is used oftentimes, amen, to amen to start a message, amen, about the oneness of God, amen, to tell us tell us about a revelation of a man, amen, that 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 Peter had received a revelation, amen. That that conversation you could read uh, in the latter, in the other scriptures, amen. Just after uh, verse sixteen, amen. I'll I'll go there in my my Bible that way I don't misquote this. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 17, Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Why? Because flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my father which is in heaven. It requires a revelation, divine revelation. I can I can spend time and and try and break it down for you. And, and try and, and expound upon uh, uh, the Word of God and try to explain to you in my own vernacular and try to explain to you and help you understand, amen, what, what it all is, but it requires a divine revelation. It's not going to be something that I can I can teach you in a class or that I can I can show you on a chart somewhere. But it, it's going to require you, Amen, to get on get one on one with God and get an understanding, Amen, a revelation of who He is, Amen. Jesus was not just another man that walked on the face of this earth. He wasn't not just another good preacher, Amen, that came on earth, Amen. But He was God manifest in the flesh he was fully god and he was fully man amen there was parts of him i mean there's one day he wake he wakes up and and and, and he goes about his day and and uh, he he just and, and over the course of time he gets hungry and he has to go eat and he has to and later on he gets a little tired and he has to go sleep amen that's the man side of him amen but the god side amen caused him to walk on water amen and meet his disciples in the middle of their storm amen the god side of him amen cause the blinded eye to see amen and the deaf ear to hear amen i'm talking about uh, the man christ jesus hallelujah amen i don't know about you but i want a real revelation of what he can do amen for his church today hallelujah amen. the bible says that he's the same yesterday today and forever amen he's the same yesterday today and forever i mean that means that the healings and the miracles and the, the wonders, amen, that takes place in the pages of the word of God are things the church of God can experience today. Amen. I we don't have to have a cheapened experience with God. We don't have to have a lesser experience with God just because uh, just because uh, of our logic and reasoning, and we well, you know, He just doesn't do that anymore. There are people that preach that, there are people that teach, uh, I even mean, that miracles and the things that, the, that people don't receive the Holy Ghost uh, anymore. I mean, but we still believe uh, that God is the same yesterday, today. Amen. the god that was god yesterday is the god that is god today the god that is god today will help every one of my situations amen that i can't control tomorrow amen he's the same god amen john chapter 1 verse 14 talking about uh jesus said and the word was made flesh amen and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory amen we beheld his glory Amen, the things that I was just talking about, the miracles and the wonders, the signs, the things, amen, that Jesus did while he was here on earth. Amen. The glory, we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. I mean, there was a there was a a notable difference about this man, Jesus. It wasn't it wasn't an ordinary man amen. he and and I, i'm i'm sorry for being so simple here tonight but this is this is what we're all about we're all about jesus i hope amen amen but um but jesus was not just an ordinary it was a notable thing in the, and john said we beheld we recognize there's something different about him there's some there's a glory amen about him there's something that There's something he can do. There's some things that Jesus does that nobody else can do. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. When the Son of God was placed in the world, amen, he did some notable things. He did some wonderful things. And and, uh, I I don't want to, I can take time and go and talk. You just read the, the Gospels and just read. Read the book of Mark. Pastor says that's the action book. You you read the book of Mark, and there's all kinds of miracles and wonders and things that, that he does and that are mentioned in those books. Amen, the the gospels. Amen. Just talking about it. But but I want to, I want, I want to focus on, amen, something else here tonight. Amen. Jesus, what a wonderful man, what a mighty man. Amen. And the things that he did are notable, and the glory, amen, that we beheld on him. Amen. But John chapter 1, verse 10 tells us he was in the world, and the world was made by him. The world knew him not. Amen. He came into his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, I mean, there were some folks that just discounted him. Some folks that didn't believe him. Amen. There were some folks uh, that just ignored, uh, amen, his message and what he was preaching. But there were some, uh, amen, that received him and those that received him to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. I'm talking about the people of God tonight. I'm talking about a people, amen, that are endowed with power from on high. I mean, you can read uh, the latter portion of Luke in in chapter 24, where Jesus said, go into Jerusalem and wait until you be endued with power from on high. I mean, the people of God are not, I mean, just some struggling, weak, uh, just anemic people. I mean, we are people, I mean, with the power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I, I want to help you understand this here tonight. Amen. Peter, amen, the man that received the revelation from God, amen, about who Jesus was, that he was more than just a prophet like Jeremiah or Elias, amen, that he was more than just a good preacher, amen, but that he was Christ, the son of the living God. God turned right around and said, and you're Peter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Bear with me here tonight. Amen. Matthew chapter 16, verse 17. Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. Peter, you need to get an idea, a revelation, not just of who I am. But you need to realize who you are. I've got some plans for you, Peter. I've got a special place in my kingdom just for you. Nobody else can fill this role. There's nobody else that I've chosen to fill this role. Peter, I have chosen you. What did he choose him for? Amen. You can read on. And I, uh, and upon the shark I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed on heaven. in heaven. What a mighty man of God. And you can read on through the book of Acts and, and read in Acts chapter 2 where Peter is the first one that preached the, the message of salvation amen, to the Jews in Judea. And then later on in Acts chapter 8 where he preached to the Samaritans. In Samaria, and then he goes on and preaches to the Gentiles. Amen. In Acts chapter 10, I'm telling you that Peter was a man with the keys to the kingdom. Hallelujah. He had some power with God. He was just, but I, I want to enlighten you tonight that he was just another child of God. He was just another person in the kingdom of God. Amen. I that God hand picked and God chose, amen, I for specific calling and specific purpose, amen, I to fulfill, amen, I the glory that He wanted to show, amen, I to the Jews, to the Gentiles, to those Samaritans. I and mean, then God had a plan with Peter. And I'm submitting to you tonight, friend. I mean that as people of God, as children of God, that each and every one of us have a distinct calling. And we ought to not be satisfied with just uh, sitting on a pew, but God, anywhere you can use me. I want to be available. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not satisfied with just being somebody. Not satisfied with just being another person. Man, I want to be a child of God. I want to be among the people of God. What are the people of God? Who are they? They're just people. They're just people that love God, that are interested in pleasing God. They're interested in living for God. Do you notice a pattern here? The pattern is God. The pattern is Him, the one... This is what it's all about. It's not about me. It's not about what I can accomplish. It's not about what I can do. But the people of God are solely focused on what can I do for him? What can I do for his kingdom? Where can I, what, who can I talk to and let them point them to God? I mean, that is what the people of God are all about. Hallelujah. I mean, that is the people of God. The people of God are what constitute the church of God. I mean the church. If I, if I had the time, I would do an object lesson and have everybody, amen, stand outside of this room. And say, now what do we have left? We have some sheetrock, some pews, some carpets, some lights. mean, but what is that gonna do for the kingdom of God? Not a thing. I mean, the difference, amen, that is not the, the church of God is not the building, is not the pews, is not the carpet. Amen, it's those that are sitting on the pews, amen, making their way to the house of God faithfully day in and day out. Every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Tuesday night, every Thursday night to prayer. Amen, that is what the church of God is all about. Amen, friends, we are the people of God. You are the people of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah hallelujah the spirit beareth witness amen romans chapter 8 verse 10 if christ be in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness but the spirit of him that raised up jesus from the dead dwell in you he that raised up christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you if the people of god have a promise people of god have a hope beyond this world Amen. I the people of God, the people that have the Spirit of God dwelling in them, amen. They have something beyond, amen, what money can buy. They have something beyond what their job can get them. Amen. It's a hope, it's a promise beyond this world. Hallelujah. It's an eternal glory. Amen. It's time spent. Amen. With our eternal God. Hallelujah hallelujah therefore brethren we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh for if you live after the flesh ye shall die but if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body ye shall live amen for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god paul is writing to the romans and he said he's like let me show you the difference amen between the people and the people of god I'm going to identify for you some differences. There are some people, amen, I they just live after the flesh. Amen. I they just walk out. That's, that's ordinary. That's normal. They're, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that's just, I mean, Paul is saying that it's just people that they're focused on paying their bills. They're focused on, amen, I just making it day in, day out, putting food on the table, taking care of their families and their children. Nothing's wrong with any of that. And that's that ought to be our prim, our primary goals outside of outside of church. I mean, as long as we're not we're not doing all these other promiscuous things, amen. The, the, some of this is all right. Amen. But but if you but he goes on and says, Amen, you're not gonna have any power that way. You're not gonna have any power just going and taking and just focusing on things, the material things. I mean, you've got to focus on something else. Amen. Verse 15. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, that we're the people of God. We're not just ordinary people. But When we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, I mean, that sets us apart. We live a little differently. We walk a little differently. Amen. I we talk a little differently. We dress a little differently. Amen. I that's what the people of God, that's the difference between the people of God and, the, and these normal people. Amen. And if children, amen, children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. Amen. I if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Amen. Jesus, uh, Paul writing to the Romans said, "There's, there's a glory, Amen, that he's trying, uh, Amen, to use us to produce." Hallelujah, Amen. Y'all still with me here? Amen. If we're children, for the children of God, if we're heirs, th- then we're heirs, and if we're heirs, then we're heirs with Christ. I mean the things that he did, I mean the people of God can do. Amen. I'm not talking about amen saving or forgiving sin. I'm not talking about any of that. But the church of the living God ought not to be any weaker than the church of God was of the New Testament. Amen. When we saw, it, when Jesus and, 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 and the disciples, amen, prayed through those Gentiles, amen, in Acts chapter 10, amen. And when later on in Acts chapter 19, Paul, amen, preached to the men at Ephesus, and, and on and over and over and over, we see and we hear stories about great revival. Amen. And we ought to be able to experience such a revival, amen, in our church, amen, in this place, amen, because we are the people of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. listen to what he says in verse 18. For I reckon the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory. That shall be. Not that it might be. Not that it could. Paul's not talking about the fakes. He's talking about the real people of God. And he said, "In the real people of God, the glory shall be revealed. There's no, op- there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's like if you're a child of God, if you're living, if you're walking in the Spirit, if you're minded the things of the Spirit, which is the evidence that you are a child of God. I mean, there is a glory." amen that we should be able that should be revealed in us again there's a revelation for that we've got to get up we've got to understand we've got to realize that god wants to do something so much greater amen than just the ordinary the mundane the the day-to-day amen we've got to step out of our comfort zone and let god amen reveal to us what he wants to do and I'm not talking about two years from now or one year from now or a month. I'm talking about tomorrow morning when you wake up. If you have the Holy Ghost, amen, you ought to let God reveal some glory in you, Jahim. You ought to let God use you tomorrow. You ought to allow God to speak through you, Sister Anna. You ought to allow God to, to reach somebody. Hey, I want somebody to get a revelation tonight, an understanding I mean, that God wants to do something in me. I'm not okay with just going through the motions. I'm not okay with coming to church on Sunday morning and nobody receiving the Holy Ghost. What I'm interested in is seeing somebody go down in Jesus' name because I'm a child of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just, uh, amen, as the Spirit, the Holy Ghost moved on Mary, amen, and conceived uh, Jesus, amen, the Son of God, amen. We need the Holy Ghost to move uh, in our church services, uh, amen, the church being uh, the mother of those, uh, amen, yet to be conceived. That God, amen, wants to move in you in our church services, uh, amen, and move, uh, amen, on the womb of this church. My God. Hallelujah. We ought to get a burden, amen. We ought to get a passion, somebody, amen, to realize, amen, a need, amen, for the lost souls of Olathe, Kansas. My God, amen, take away the barrenness of this womb. My God, would you move over to this church again? My God, I pray that you would move on us. Does anybody feel that way tonight? Hey, we need a revelation tonight. I'm not talking about the mighty God. I'm thankful, amen, for truth. I'm thankful, amen, for the doctrine, amen, amen, the firm foundation upon which uh, we can build such a church. uh, Amen, but we ought to build the church. We ought to build the church. We ought to keep on going. We have something to do for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody talk to the Lord for a moment here. Jesus, we need you. We need you, God. We need you, God. He told all of Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, give me a revelation. God, of what you want me to do, God. Give me a burden for somebody. Lord, I want to reach somebody. I want to find someone for you. Hey, friend, the Bible says what Jesus did when He came to earth. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. That's what God did when he walked on this earth. That's what he thought was the most important thing was to seek and save that which was lost. Hey, if we're the offspring of God, if we're the product of God, that ought to be our number one focus and priority. Seeking and saving that which is lost. We're the children of God, right? We're the children of God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. If you read on first John chapter three, amen. If you read in first John chapter three, Amen, that in verse nine it says, Whosoever is born of God it does not commit sin, for he his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifest. Amen. I I could spend some time there. Amen. But the children of the devil, whosoever doeth the righteous doeth not righteousness, is not of God. He said, "You got two options: you can either be the child of God, or you can be the child of the devil." Amen. I Amen, 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 amen. Amen. what the devil do, the Bible says uh, the devil, amen, walketh about as a roaring lion seeking uh, those who he may devour. The devil's not interested in saving anybody. The devil's not interested in helping anybody. All he's interested in is devouring him. Hallelujah. All the devil's interested in is beat, backbiting somebody and, and talking about them behind their back and making them, and finding that uh, just looking around. His, his sole job is just sitting there and waiting and watching. Ah, I've seen it. And he goes around telling everybody, do you see what Sister Lord did? Hey, Sister Jasmine, do you see what Sister Lord did? Hey, hey, Andrew, do you see what's... That's not of God. That's not what the children of God do. What the children of God do, they're seeking and saving. Hey, Sister Laura, I'm praying for you. I appreciate you. I appreciate your faithfulness to the house of God. I appreciate your consistency in living for God. I'm going to continue to pray for you. Sister uh, Larissa, I'm going to keep praying for you. Sister Anna, I'm going to keep praying. Brother Nick, I'm praying for you. I want you to know that I appreciate your faithfulness in worship and your kindness to the visitors. I appreciate your faithfulness to the house of God. That's what the children of God do. hallelujah hallelujah we lose all the power and then when we start devouring one another we lose all the power and then when we start backbiting one another, we lose it and then sunday morning we try to get in here and have church uh, and we have no power hallelujah i don't know about you amen but i want a revelation of what god wants me to do and i'm not interested in worrying about what sister tory's doing what brother jahim's doing what i'm focused on is what i'm doing right here right now for the kingdom of god i am a child of god i want to be among the people of god i want to help build the church of god hallelujah 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 I could keep going there there's there's a lot there hallelujah hallelujah how many interested in having have revival son of man came to seek and to save son of man came to seek and to save we're we're the sons of God we are the children of God we are the people of God we ought to be seeking and saving if we're doing any looking we ought to be looking for those I mean they need the Holy Ghost if we're doing any looking around we ought to be going to the grocery stores looking for those uh, amen that need a bible study hallelujah 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 amen amen the devil likes to make us focus on all of our problems and and all of the things amen that situations that we're dealing with and drag us down and make us realize make us think at least amen that that we can't do anything for the kingdom of God, that we're not qualified, that we're not worthy. It's not about us being worthy. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Amen. For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my wrath. If they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on on this wise. God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest... Seeing, therefore, it remaineth that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached enter not in because of unbelief. Again, I mean, there's a lot here we could, I'm not going to dwell on, though. But again, he limiteth a certain day, saying to David, Today, for so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, for Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest for the people of God. There's a rest for the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. The writer of Hebrews is saying, if you want to enter into that rest, you've got to lose focus of everything that you're trying to accomplish. Got to lose focus of your own agenda and your own your own plans and will. He said. He said, "If if uh, for he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his." When God did, when God finished on the sixth day, he completed the work and created this world, amen, the seventh day, amen, was the day of rest, God didn't do any work on the seventh day, amen, to set a precedent, amen, for those of us, amen, who enter into that rest of the Holy Ghost, amen, those of us, amen, that enter into the house of God, amen, we ought not to be concerned with the the struggles of life, we ought not to be concerned, amen, with the work, amen, that's pressing on us, but just as God did, set it aside, and enter, and to this rest. I mean, it would be so much, so much more joyous. The church would be less, less of a, a drudgery. I mean, if we didn't come to church and bring all our baggage with us. If we just left it at that door as we walked in the house of the Lord. And said, God, you know what I came to do? As we were saying just a few minutes, I came to praise you. Life has just kind of beat me up this week. I just need a fresh And guess what he does for the people of God? He gives them rest, wherewith he may cause the weary to rest. Those of you, amen, that that need, amen, that refreshing, that time of rest, that's what the church is all about. Hallelujah. That's what this place is all about. Amen. That's what the house of God is all about. Amen. It's made for the people of God. Amen. And for those, amen, outside of the rest, amen, that we would like, amen, to bring into it. Amen. Show them, amen, what it's all about. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 37. Sister Rebecca, I'm coming to a close here shortly. He is here. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Amen. The God, amen, that saved us. The God, amen, that. That birthed us, that brought us into his fold. Amen. That, that added us to the family of God. Amen. Because of his love. Amen. Created conquerors. We don't have to, we don't have to wake up tomorrow man, man, I, I get sick of struggling with this thing. This, this, I don't know if it may be sin. It could be some just a weight. It could be, but I just get sick of it. I get tired of dealing with this day in and day out. We don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. I said on Sunday morning, I was talking about condemnation and conviction and commitment. We don't know anything about commitment. We're not willing to commit. But if we could, when we commit some sin, we, we do some something wrong, amen, we automatically, I know I do, I feel bad feel bad we want to do something about it that condemnation should bring about conviction it ought, to, it ought to do something to you make I'm not going to go another day until I get this right it ought to bring about some conviction and that conviction ought to bring you down to an altar and say God I'm committing myself to you I know I was preaching to the sinners on Sunday morning but right now there are no sinners in this place. We ought to make some commitments. But that's how we become conquerors. I just added another seed in my thing. Amen. We could become conquerors if we can make our way down to one of these altars and say, God, I'm changing right here and right now. I'm not playing games anymore. This is a commitment. You've got my word. I don't, I'm not gonna make pastor call and check on me I'm not gonna make 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 those that I'm not I'm I'm this is between me and you it's a commitment I'm going to conquer this thing once and for all I'm not talking about things I don't know I've been there and I've done that I mean it's not gonna it's not going to be some miraculous something that smacks you upside the head it's just going to be sheer raw commitment amen why don't we all stand this evening blessed art thou simon bar jonah many of us have a revelation of the oneness of god many of us have an understanding Of his purpose and coming to this earth shedding his blood saving us but do we have an understanding of what he wants from us do we have an understanding a revelation of where he wants to take us I hope that I do it God I want you to show me don't let me ever get too far from the revelation of what you want me to do if you already have good Let's just do it. Hallelujah. Why don't we all come down to these altars and talk to the Lord? I want to make sure that, that I have a revelation, an understanding of what God wants from me. Jesus, I need you, Savior.